Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody. Welcome to Nobody Panic. Welcome to a actually named episode on literally not panicking. How to nobody panic with nobody panic. Come on in, come on into the bunker, shut the door, get to safety. It's good vibes at a distance. That's what we're offering here. Safe, mm. safe vibes. Um, so Tessa, you suggested this as a uh as a subject, as a topic, would you say you've been panicking to an <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you for asking, Stevie. Um, well, somebody had written in about it as well, and I think it's an air. It's in the air, and you can't deny it's in the air. It's airborne. It's airborne. It's a. It's an airborne disease carrying an airborne panic, and I think you know you walk around. I walk around the park. Uh, sometimes I run, but let's be honest, mostly it's a walk. And you listen to uh, anybody else's conversation as they pass at their safe distance. And everyone's just talking about exactly the same thing. Nobody yeah. has been able to have a conversation about anything else for for now three weeks or four weeks. And I, it's undeniable level of, of panic in the air. And I think, uh, well, a thing that really, really interests me is that when we talk about uh, fight or flight, as a response to something um those are the big we talk about those two all the time and but there's actually three there's fight flight and freeze uh the big f's so we can't fight the disease there's literally nothing we can physically do unless you're on the front line then you're allowed to sort of channel that energy um and you can't flee you literally can't go anywhere and so our only option is to literally like play dead as we would have done in the wild to sort of freeze and hope that the predators can't see us whatever um and that takes so much more energy than we think it realizes and so we're sort of trapped in this constant we're having a short-term response to a long-term crisis it causes a fifth f which is fatigue oh stevie (laughs) exactly so i think we're it's um it's undeniably there and i want to be i want to talk about it and i want to have some positive actions that we can take Yes, I also uh, would like to bob in before we do our adult things, which I don't Please. know. Mine was definitely not an adult thing. It's if anything a child thing. Um, that there's a lot of. I feel I've not actually been on Twitter that much, apart from well done. Every, oh, no, 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 wait. Apart oh, from every night where I've decided the only thing I'll be uh, tuning into is the Trump coronavirus briefing. <laughs> and that is I, such a mistake. 
so bad to the extent where and it's such a weird thing that overtakes such a weird thing that overtakes me last night I was like I'm leaving my phone outside the room like I'm I'm not I'm not because I went from watching it to not being able to watch it but watching the top tweets of people watching it so I could see the highlights and be like what is happening Um, and then and then I would promptly not sleep until 5am and um and I was before my not sleeping coincided so perfectly with watching these briefings so last night I was like I'm not I'm not watching it and it was so I, like I had this like compulsion. It was so weird. It's like I have to know what shit he's saying. Like it was, I, I didn't. But it was so odd to feel that feeling inside me. It's like I want an outlet to panic. Um, yes. And I feel like maybe some people. Um, I think as uh, on a, it's like a similar thing as well. Is that quite a lot of people don't f- maybe don't feel like they have an outlet because they don't have. You know, there's a lot of people who are going through some really serious stuff right now and are, are, like are having a, a, a dreadful time. And then there, there are some people who are like, you know, quarantining and they've not got anybody who has um, passed from the virus or they haven't had any had the virus, but and they're maybe, you know, doing okay financially, for example, because I'm thinking of like a couple of people that I know, but they're still having like real panicky, agoraphobic, no, agoraphobic, claustrophobic feelings. And they can't tweet about that, obviously, because it's like, well, shut up. I've seen, I've seen a lot of like, oh people tweeting about that when actually they haven't got this problem and you're like look everybody is allowed to say their thing and just not everybody is going to say a thing that directly relates to your experience so please like I remember I I did a tweet that was just like oh can you all stop talking about uh this is a great time to do a project because I'm freaking out and I got so many messages being like actually I find it really helpful being busy and it's like I wasn't saying you you don't (laughs) like it's fine and I just wanted to put that out there thank you and I receive it and I pass it on I think a lot of people are saying, you know, things to the extent, to the effect of uh, boredom is a privilege. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, understood. And obviously it is. And, you know, we are all, you know, it's very, very easy to think exactly what you're saying, to be like, well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not on the front line. I'm not dealing with this, you know, hands-on. There's no way I can say what I'm going through is in any way um, is, is hard or difficult or I'm not enjoying the experience because it's not as bad as, you know, literally 90% of the world's population. But if you imagine that this virus wasn't, if you imagine that the rest of the world wasn't going through this, and I said to you, you can't go to work, I'm actually going to make you lose your job and all of the money that you have, um, I'm going to cancel it, and I'm going to make you stay in your house, and I'm not going to tell you when you're allowed to leave, and you can only go out for one hour a day, and every single thing that you were looking forward to um, including things that you were organizing and parties and weddings and every joyful experience that you had coming up, I'm going to take that away. And I'm not going to allow you to understand when they might come back. You'd be like, this is awful. You you would be, you would be feel, you would feel able to say, this is actually horrendous. And so it's okay to feel like this thing that is happening to me individually, losing my job, losing my income, losing my upcoming wedding or whatever you had going on is a trauma and you're allowed to feel that. We're all grieving things at the moment. And I was a bit like, oh, and then I was like, no, that is correct. We're all kind of grieving a life, a year that we had planned that um, even if you haven't planned, you had some things planned that were, that were coming up. And now you're hot, like it's just put a bomb through everything. And I think you are allowed to feel panicky and you're allowed to feel stressed and it's almost like a lab rat experiment, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. you, have, you have to almost treat it like, um, like uh, with like curiosity. So like, 
so like each day is like well okay i'm sort of dealt with that okay today or like i didn't deal with that okay i wonder why what were the i wonder why but like what were the <laughs> more, more like specific things like what could i do better tomorrow to kind of help myself rather than be like ever have any judgment of what you're feeling don't judge yourself at all because you we don't need that shit now. Don't judge yourself. And we are so good. And this is to our British listeners. We're so good as a culture at uh, being like, well, um, uh, worst things have happened at sea. A stiff upper lip, you know, uh, push on regardless, like not to worry. Um, you're like, well, actually, that's probably pretty damaging in the in the long term. So allowing yourself, forcing yourself, however unpleasant to feel your feelings is the sort of first step. And, you know, writing them down, let's everybody start a quarantine diary, you know, like get those feelings down and be honest with yourself in that diary. That's like, you know, and you can put yourself a weird little curse that's like, I know other people are having a worse time, but dot, 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 this is how I feel. Or just be like, these are my feelings and I'm allowed to have them. You are allowed to feel those feelings and they are valid. Before we go right into like how we can stop panicking, like when you feel those panicky feelings happening, what can you do about it? Um, let's just do some nice light adult things, unless your adult things are incredibly heavy, in which case I'd say change them very quickly to the light. They light, baby. Uh, I have bought a sewing machine. Mm, thank oh. you. I have bought a sewing machine. I got it from John Lewis. I it was delivered left on my doorstep at a safe distance and then they ran away and I went through all the reviews got myself you know a beginner's but solid a solid boy oh. and because the end of my duvet is um <laughs> shredded basically um, okay. you know where the duvet uh, the duvet hole is Yes, I do know where the yeah. duvet hole is. Why am I making such a scene about it? But either way, it's in tatters. And of course, um, you can't buy another duvet in this day and age. Um, it's the make, do and mend. <laughs> okay. So, so I, um, I was like, I'm going to sew this thing up. And then <laughs> as I got the, tried to put the sewing machine together, I remembered that during year nine textiles, I had uh, hand cranked the entire thing uh, because I was so afraid of the foot pedal in, the, <laughs> in sewing. Like when you depress, it's like, <laughs> and it's, and you've, sewed, you've sewed yourself to the, to your, to your corset or whatever it was we were supposed to be making. You were making a corset in year nine. No. In, in year 11 for GCSE textiles, they all made corsets and it was a very much a thing of like, you wanted to do GCSE textiles because everyone made a corset and they were always like um, under the sea themed or like peacock themed. And then there was this fashion show um, where people did the walk. It was like a real thing at my school of like the wow. year 11 corset walk. So just, a, you know, it was a big deal. Mm. Anyway, in year nine, you made a cushion. And my cushion was entirely hand sewn, <laughs> so it took me forever. And then instead of, you were supposed to sew bits onto it to make a thing, and I just painted mine. Um, so I had forgotten all of this until I started trying to sew. Uh, couldn't understand anything. I just, I had the bobbin in like upside down, all of this shit. The, uh, the time it took me from Googling, what the fuck is a bobbin, to me genuinely thinking, I could be a professional seamstress <laughs> was 45 minutes. Um, my sewing is the best thing I've ever done. Like it's, wow. it looks so professional. I can't tell you. And I did it with black thread in a zigzag stitch because I didn't have any white, but then actually it looks amazing. Looks cool. it, looks like, it looks so cool. It looks like I would be like, wow, actually. Wow. Anyway. So that's my adult thing. I'm absolutely, I've been buzzing on the high of that for about three days. That's astounding. Well done. 
Thank you. And so it turns out if you've just got a lot of time on your hands, you can fully grasp what a bobbin is. (laughs) (laughs) That's the take home. I used to hate it in textiles when you'd be doing like, I'd have a go at the the foot pedal. And then one time you'd have a go and and it'd just go like, and it wouldn't do anything. And you'd be like, what, what, what? And then, then like, someone would be like, oh, it's just this. And then they'd like open the whole sewing kit and do some incredibly complex maneuvering. And be like, you just have to recalibrate the bobination. And you'd be like, I don't know. Okay, cool. And then it happened again. And the, the fear of being like, I don't know how to, I, I don't the know. The total to- lack of control of like, oh. you never knew when it was going to go. Ga-dung. You just were on borrowed time, just sewing as best you could until it, <laughs> until it broke. Anyway, but with hours and hours of quarantine time on your hands, I slowly work my way through it. And now if you need any work doing, send them to me because I'm ready. I will. Um, mine is um, not like it's on a similar vein, but it's yes. very regressing into full childhood, which in a way. Even further back than year nine. Further back than year nine. We're talking about regress to the age of a five-year-old, um, three to five. And um, I feel that uh, it's very adult to accept the regression. Um, I, just before it became like, you couldn't go out. I don't know if I've already said this on on the podcast, but um, my boyfriend needed to go and get some like contact lenses or something. And I was like, sounds like a great day out. Cause I hadn't been out for a while. (laughs) Of course. So I followed him, (laughs) just followed behind him down the road. Um, And on, and what I didn't realize was quite close to our house is a gigantic hobby craft which had no business being open, like no business being open. Like I've never been in before. And I kind of, the, the, the sense was very much that this was the last outing I would ever make. Um, <laughs> so I thought, let's go for the essentials, Hobbycraft, um, and went in. And it was like a dreamland. It was amazing. The aspiration of what I could do with my time was totally, there's like a row, a huge aisle an aisle that was purely like um, animals made of paper that you could paint. Every animal you could paint. I know the ones. Oh, my God. Anyway, so what I did was I, um, you know, we were feeling a little bit like gloomy because it wasn't, no one really knew what what was going on. So I cheered myself up by buying um, numerous craft kits. So um, I painted a toucan. I painted a, a, a toucan money box, which I'm just, I'll just dangle. It's got some cash in it. Um, I've called it Philippa, and I also made these little tiny Play-Doh um, uh, unicorns, which are the girliest thing I think I've ever done in my life. They've got little flowers in their hair, and you can see they've got little curly hair, and if you go very close, they've got little smiley faces and little hooves and little tails. Um, and I sat, sat there for two hours of the day, and I just did that. And I have to say, uh, oh, you, you have to put them in the oven, which is quite traumatic, actually, when you've made your little friends. Um, but I have to say that it, just for those two hours, I completely forgot about everything and was all about the sort of hoof dimension. And it was, I loved it. They're extremely impressive, Stevie. Thank you. I'm going to make you one um, next because I, I, I was going to give you one, but then they need to be friends. So of course. I've, I've got enough FIMO for um, one final unicorn, which is a pink unicorn, which is sitting down. And I was frightened to uh, tackle that first. But I think now I've got standing up, I can go for the sort of crouch. Perfect. I really, really back you. They look fantastic. I'd Thanks. like to say for everybody listening at home and trying to visualize them, they you just imagine the best you can. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, but I think also that kind of leads quite nicely onto talking about not panicking because I think one of the cornerstones of, 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 of keeping the panic at bay is absorbing yourself 
in something like I've got a puzzle just having something that the moment I start to kind of get too into what Trump said the previous night or what anyone is like what what Dominic Raab is doing which I just I can't cope with it I can go oh I feel those feelings uh, I'm starting to like be feel a bit pacey and a bit like uh, oh I want to get out have a little go of, of, of a puzzle if it doesn't work oh well <laughs> have a full-on yes. panic attack let it go <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. There is a reason that jigsaws, arts and crafts, like doing yeah. something very, um, the very intensely that you're like, yes, I'm just totally focused on this thing. And my mind doesn't have space to think about uh, what Donald Trump has said now. Everybody go back to your puzzles. Think Back about to your you. puzzles, everyone. Back into your box. Yeah. So there is a don't um, do yourself down for being like, all I'm doing is this jigsaw. Like in many ways, a jigsaw, a unicorn, a FIMO, working out how to sew these making the sourdough bread all of these things that people are getting into is like this is ideal this is exactly what you need to do and don't be thinking like well i'm not doing anything of use no this is it you're just getting through it and also you know you might be listening being like oh that sounds like a dream world that you're doing i've got fucking kids or i've got housemates or i've got work to be doing stevie and tessa what do you do with your days um look i hate you um but there are always like there are equivalent things that you can do like with even though obviously living with um if you've got two kids or whatever or one kid half a child very very difficult but you can um you like they uh, they act as a distraction for you even though it's very stressful and obviously but there are things that you can when you're working with your kids when you're like trying to distract your kids you are yourself distracted from trump getting the soul um sea level and the population confused you're not thinking about that you're thinking about caring and so even though it can like basically what, what i'm trying to say is that like it, you don't just have to make sourdough bread and do like fun like fun activities in order to see it as a distraction from panic i think it's it's very it, anything that isn't sat watching the news and freaking out is a distraction thing you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything that can keep you your mind at bay from this like absolute they're coming in waves for me and they come about once a day and it just comes this like wave of like bone crushing like oh my god and it's this like it's it's a fear of like what's happening now it's a fear of like that's worse coming there's a fear it's like it's very intense and then it Mm. passes um how do you you help it to pass i lie down (laughs) yeah good um i tried running away from it but then i just lie down in the park (laughs) I think you, you, that is the thing that is a, uh, a thread in your, which is you have a lie down and I think oh, you get, you, know, you lie down on the floor or you have like a lie down in your bed. And I think that's, you found a, you found a coping tactic. Yeah. It's Why like, not? just, just get down. Just like, oh, come get on. on down. That's what everyone was talking about in those songs. Just get on down. Like, get on down. <laughs> just get down. Yes. Just like, I just, I, and I think now that I've more just accepted that it is going to happen every day. I'm like, ah, yeah, here it comes. Come on in, friend. And that is um, that is something that they do talk about in in dealing with panic about that not attempting to fight it, not attempting to um, pretend it's not there, not being like, I shouldn't be having this. Like, it's happening. It's coming. Like, let it in. Come on. It means having a panic response. In if you were if you're not having a panic response at all in any way to this, and you've not <laughs> one, then look, I, I I don't think you're a human being. Yeah. <laughs> best of luck with everything but and also i'm sure you'll be you make an excellent ceo of a major conglomerate but like yeah. <laughs> i think it, there's any signs of panic and any signs of sadness or you know 
anything wavering of, of any kind of mental stability is um yeah it's a sign that you're a human and you have empathy and you are like for, for me it's like um it's like constant white noise so it, yeah. and sometimes it gets louder and then I'm like and now it's time for the unicorns yeah um, but then it's and then but I and then it, it comes out in odd ways like I my one is that like uh, quite a few times I've been like sort of fine but I've had that white noisy horrible kind of all, all, all day and then I've gone to like make something for dinner and then like thrown a Benny because I've only got tomato pesto that and I'm like why I'm like come on that's so pathetic but it's because I'm like it's it's a symbol of how my life has changed yes 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 a hundred percent it's something to do with the tomato pasta you you just needed an outlet yes. and it found it in the tomato pasta yes because so- I've been like oh I'm fine I'll just keep working like I'm trying to pretend like I think as well like looking in my diary I found because I'm self-employed and I've been very lucky and very fortunate to have work um, but the work is now stopping <laughs> and I've, I've got the day that I don't have any work and, I, and I'm just sort of being like, and we'll get to that day and then then that'll be fine. And I haven't got like a plan <laughs> for like yeah. when the work stops. Um, yeah. So fine. And I just, what, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, come up with like three things a day to do that will make me feel like I am doing something positive, doing something active towards my job but I don't quite know what they are but I will have a good thing and then also allow myself to do things like read a book or you know like like, oh what a great time to focus on other things and try and keep that going for as long as long as possible while acknowledging the panic absolutely absolutely and acknowledging that that panic needs uh somewhere to go you know it's why every Chekhov play takes place in the build-up to a storm and then there is a storm and then we let it all out and then oh we can finally relax like finally someone's shot themselves so (laughs) if that release is you know throwing the tomato pasta across the room or whatever happened to you in the kitchen or um going for a run or if you're living with somebody that you can have sex with who would like to have sex with you you know (laughs) no Um, no um you know like finding a physical outlet to that whether that's like um screaming shouting going for a run doing something very physical listening doing the joe wicks workout routine get you know having that outlet breaking the storm you know hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. There's lots of um, people, like personal trainers doing like sessions, aren't there? Yeah. And there's one very uh, fun man called Sit Down with AJ on Instagram. And he does these really cool, like fun dances. So it's like he does like Billie Eilish and like Beyonce and you're like dancing along and it's really, really fun. That's really fun. But then I started also doing every night at 6 p.m. There is a guy called, um, his name is Patrick Mojo PT on Instagram. And at 6, he does a half hour incredibly intense like workout which you can't look you can't complete it and that's fine but there's something what I found is my mental health has been so much better since I've been a not watching the Trump briefings that we're talking about one day but it was a good day yesterday (laughs) and like six I've got a little yoga mat and I have to put the tortoise on the sofa because she she won't stop like sitting on the mat and and then I just like completely go nuts on this thing just just like it's like two exercises or three exercises and you have to repeat them 10 rounds and by the like the seventh round you're like oh i'm got my arms are going to come off and um, but it's it's so it's so cleansing but, and i know that sounds so lame but it really is because it makes you for that half hour all you're thinking about is how horrible it is and how you don't how you don't want how you, you just can't cope and then you finish and you, and you feel so good and it's like ah and then you can make dinner and then that's yeah. too that's a great dinner is the best thing <laughs> that's it um could you do you think you could put on your instagram um the names of all the good people doing interesting things? i will yes i will um, so let's just very briefly talk about what is happening in your body because i think that can help when you're starting to panic to be able to be like oh don't worry it's just the limbic system or whatever uh sure it's your limbic system stevie would you believe it's a it's a response uh to the in the it's a stimulant it's an overstimulation basically of the sympathetic nervous system oh very nice to say Uh, um which is like uh uh-oh we're in crisis and it starts sending out too many messages not just a helpful message just like too many messages to the adrenal gland and then the adrenal gland's like i don't know what to fucking do so it just starts releasing all of its stress hormones basically every single part of your body is like this is too much and we don't know what to do with it so everybody's working like on overdrive basically um and in a in a short-term crisis it's how it's how if you've ever been in um in an accident or you've been around uh you know ever have been around paramedics or anybody or you yourself have managed to deal unbelievably calmly with an actual crisis um especially if you were the one in charge um you're suddenly like, oh my God, I was unbelievable in that situation. That is when your body is doing its job. And it's like, it's suppressing um, everything else that it doesn't need right now. And it's making you slightly detached from what's going on. And it's making you just like totally focused and able to like deal with everything. Um, But if that uh, thing, then if you then have a a stress that goes on literally relentlessly (laughs) for weeks, your body's like, we don't know what, we don't know what to do here. Uh, One of the things I find really helpful is when you know it's happening, because then you can be like, oh, it's just my adrenal gland. And the fact that you said that there are loads, one of the things is there are loads of different messages coming from your brain. That's what it feels. That's what panicking literally feels like as well. So it makes so much sense. Um, And that it makes it, 
not easier because it's very hard when you're in the middle of panicking. It really, it's very easy to say, oh, just do a puzzle. It's actually very hard to do it <laughs> in the moment because you, you'll just throw the puzzle everywhere. Um, but the idea of, if you, there are too, too many messages, the idea of consolidating it into like one calm message or to really like slow down, really kind of, you can see where you, what the point is you have to get to in order to stop panicking like a lot easier now you know it's loads of messages and um, i did get a good tip um from somebody um the other day um who said that when you know so a lot of people say you know it's very important to write down your feelings when you're panicking and you can really see i am one of the people that that doesn't help because that actually sends me into more of a spiral i'll just write and write and write and be like ah, and i'll go for something to write tips they said that they're the same sort of person and what they do and what their therapist told them to do is to try and consolidate their how they are feeling in one paragraph so rather than so you you are still writing your your feelings down but you're trying to make them so you you then your brain starts working to make them it's to make how you feel as clear as possible and exactly like all of the the, the things that you're feeling and why but you can't go over a word count so then cleverly that then um uh, your brain is then working on another task so it all to automatically shifts your perspective and kind of stops the spiral a little bit because you are forcing yourself to be calm and succinct and clear that's a really great one that's really great so I think when people say write something you're like you'll just feel like you'll feverishly write 800 pages or whatever but to be like you only get one paragraph you suddenly you're like okay I'm I'm other parts of other muscles are sort of like getting into gear being like okay we're making it as clear as possible that's a great one yeah, because I remember like we're so early on in doing this, this podcast, it might have been when we were still the, the debrief podcast, um, I said about how I'd found like so helpful, but like I was, I was having therapy and um, my therapist was like, um, when you're feeling very panicky and very like, I get very like, um, you know, like those, uh, those <laughs> this is not going to be a weird analogy, but yeah, there's like stray dogs that bite people because they're frightened. <laughs> That's why I'm like... Sure. So I get very like, <laughs> so I was like, how can I stop that? And she's like, oh, it's very helpful to um, find something in the room um, that where there's lots of it and just count them. And I was like, I'm not paying for the privilege if you tell me to, to fucking count things. Uh, I didn't yeah. say that. I went, oh, how great. And then I left like, I'm never going back there. And then I had yeah. a bit of a freak out. I was in the Curzon, um, which is a cinema in in Soho. And it had like a cafe and, it had, and I started counting all the chairs in the, in the cafe and it worked. And I was like, oh my God, it's because it just, your brain is forced to stop thinking about your own panic because the panic is becomes a very quick, very, like, it's like a Catherine wheel. You start to get panicked about the fact that you're panicked and then you're panicked and then you start panicking about how you're more panicked and then you just can't stop. So it's like, it breaks that cycle. It just re relaxes a little Catherine wheel of, of freak out because you're going like one chair, two chair, three chair. And I remember yeah. telling you the same story and you were like, yeah, I mean, I think counting's been doing it. And then you said that there was like a family uh, argument or something and you started counting sunflowers or something and you, your, your dad started doing it and then both of you were just like, it works. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is exactly right. There was a huge row at the Easter table with my extended family and um, I'd been telling my dad about it in the car on the drive up and then I counted all the daffodils in the vase and then I looked over at him and he was also counting all the daffodils and then we were both like, thumbs up to each other like feeling okay I guess it's because it um uh it switches over that part in your brain that's like 
trying to it's because the panic is like you literally can't do anything about it you can't run you can't fight you can't get yourself to safety there's nothing you can do and so if you were trying to do, do something and then you're you're then you start counting something your brain would be like what the fuck are you doing this for we, we're busy but when you force yourself that way your brain's like oh i guess we're not as busy as i thought oh i guess we have got the time to count all the dvds oh i guess i'm overreacting in this situation and i can I can take my foot off the pedal and your brain's like oh my mistake I overreacted here. It's such a, it's such a, I, I think it's one that you hear the counting thing and you're like, that's the dog shittest suggestion I've ever heard. And then you have it work and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they also recommend uh, smells, if that is helpful for you. Um, and naming like things you can see, uh, things you can hear, things you can taste. Um, things just- you can feel as well. So that feels like, so I'm just like sat on a seat. So it's very easy for me to be like, there's nothing to feel, but there is. There's like the seat on my butt. There's my clothes against my skin. There's how yeah. hot, warm the room is. There's the like so all of it. That, that's part of like if you go on those like calm apps or Headspace or whatever. That makes up the bulk of the meditation. Sometimes is just going through your top of, the, of your head to your tips of your toes and just checking in with every single part of your body. And it, and then when I first started doing it, it was like oh, checking with the body, lol. But actually, it's excellent and incredibly effective. Yeah, it's 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 a grounding exercise because all panic like that sort of future sad thing that we were talking about in the past all anxiety is like this thing is coming um in matt haig's brilliant book um reasons to stay alive uh he says uh, that anxiety is uh, all music and no shark it's like the music from jaws it's the dunna, 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 dunna. <laughs> And which actually that music is infinitely more scary and more anxiety inducing than actually seeing that guy getting eaten by the shark, which is over quite quick. And then it's done. <laughs> the all music and no shark is such an excellent way. Cause it, when you're panicking, sometimes you feel like you're kind of, um, I sometimes feel like I'm sort of almost not like, like I'm floating. I don't actually feel like yeah. I'm floating, but it's like, I'm not tethered to the earth anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly that feeling. And then all this sort of like, where am I? What can I feel? What can I touch? And naming three things. Because again, if you allow yourself just to name things, you know, you're writing, 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 like you're saying, like clarify that paragraph, just name three things you can see, three things you can smell, three things you can touch um, and be like, okay, that's right. I'm here. I'm just freaking out about the shark coming, but the shark is not actually here yet. Um, So let's, and maybe the shark isn't even coming, you know? So let's all just park the brakes. Yeah. And also if the shark, if your shark is, this, this is the thing, and I probably should make a disclaimer towards the end of the podcast. So, great. Sure. But like, you, some people, their shark is here, and so then that is that that becomes yes. a completely different topic, and we're not really tackling that as an issue because that is a complete. That's just like individual uh, trauma that is happening that you are fully allowed to panic. You will. The shark is here. Yeah. And then you have to try and focus on paddling and getting out of the water. Where, whereas we're talking about the music when the shark isn't here. Yes, um, I've got just a few more little things to say at the end. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, they come from Lord of the Rings. So Frodo says, I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. And Gandalf said, so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. And I think that's something that all of us are going through, are thinking that I wish this wasn't happening to me and grieving for the summer or the year that we thought we were going to have, being like, well, this is the, don't become obsessed with what could have been. Be like, well, we're here now and we're just deciding what to do with the time we've been given. Very powerful, almost too powerful. 
And the very last thing is uh, if it helps you to feel in control and to be doing something useful, which I know it does for me, um, you can Google NHS volunteers and they are asking for people to um, do deliveries, to pick up medicine and drop it off and also um, to call people, vulnerable people who are on their own and just have a chat with them um, in the day. Um, so you can just sign up online um, and then they, no one's got back to me yet, but I'm absolutely confident that I'll be chosen as a professional chatter. Um, and the other thing that you can do if you have a bit of, and that's, I guess, if you've got time on your hands, um, if you've got a bit of, if you've not got time, you've got a bit of cash on your hands, um, then donating to Meals for NHS. Um, and that is a community collective that are dropping off takeaways and food parcels and things to the NHS to make sure they're getting free food, um, which is an and amazing also, thing. There's also um, Deliveroo and Uber Eats have just launched a thing where you can support the NHS as a fundraising page on the app um, for Brilliant. Uber Eats and delivery and you can basically buy them a meal so brilliant nothing sort of keeps that all the fear at bay so much as sort of lighting a candle in the darkness and doing something useful and good for somebody else and in the smallest way possible just like call a friend or um call a relative or an elderly person or someone you think is on their own and just like reach out um and see how someone else is doing is sort of the best thing that you can do. So hopefully that helps. If you're sat in your flat and you're worried about panicking, um, don't be worried about panicking. Don't judge yourself. And um, just know that this is something that everybody's going through. It's so, so human. It's such a human thing. And in the truest sense of the word, nobody panic. If you'd like us to tackle something in the upcoming week specifically, then do please tweet us at nobodypanicpod or email us nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye, kids. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.